Hello friends, welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. I'm Todd Wagner, this is my friend Eric Metaxas. And he is here because he has just written a book called Luther, but really he's here because he's my friend and we needed to up just basically the wardrobe on Real Truth Real Quick. But we're gonna answer a question that is absolutely being asked a lot right now. We're filming this when we're coming up on the 500th anniversary of this little thing called the Reformation. Eric. You're an expert on this topic. You just wrote about 500 pages on the main central character of it. Yes. What is the Reformation and why does it matter? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> Read the book. It's kind of a big question. The Reformation refers to something that began basically 500 years ago, uh, exactly, when a, a man named Martin Luther, about whom I've written in this book, um, decided that it was time to have a debate on the subject of indulgences, which we're not going to go into, but it was kind of a corrupt, confusing practice that the church was, was using to make some money. Uh, and, and Luther said, this is not good, this is troubling. Uh, the people in the church, the people in the pews are getting confused, they're getting cynical about the church, and we need to discuss this. And when he posted uh, 95 points, 95 theses, on the castle door, to say, let's have a debate that was in Latin, um, it caused a firestorm that he never wanted to happen, ever. He wanted to have a civilized debate and to, to bring some light into the situation. But it quickly turned into an ugly argument. He was demonized, he was attacked, he attacked back, they attacked him, it went on and on and on. And then other stuff started coming up about kind of how the church was uh, making some errors and things and people attacked him, how dare you attack the church? And so it went on and on and on. But so basically, let me inject right yeah. here because a lot of people miss this about Luther. Everybody yeah. thinks that Luther angrily went to take on the Pope and, no. and say, we got to break away from this church. No way. Luther was really doing what Matthew 18 says, which is when you see a brother who's sinning, you go to him. Yeah. And he, he went to uh, his authority in the region yeah. that he served the church. Yeah. And he said, hey, we as leaders in this church need to talk about these significant matters of that, doctrine. That's exactly right. There was, no, uh, there was no malice. You can say what you want, but I mean, I have the facts in my book and I know he was a very humble man of God. He loved the church. He wanted to bless the church. And it was really nothing less than tragic that they didn't give him an opportunity to have the conversation. It just got nasty and nasty and nasty. And at the end of it all, he was declared a heretic uh, and an outlaw. And he really had no way um, to, to even make his points. It had gotten so ugly. And so what happened was that in the course of the four years between when he did this thing and then what's called the Diet of Worms, Worms, the, this place in Germany called City of Worms where they had this big um, gathering uh, to talk to him or to confront him. In that time, all of his writings on all these different subjects got out, 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 way beyond him and his little community. And so even if they had killed Luther for what he said, the ideas yeah. got out there. And the ideas caused many people to say, if we have to choose, we're not gonna go with the church that shut up Luther, we're gonna go with Luther. And it became what we call the Protestant church, uh, and their cry was reform. We want to, we wanna go back to the first century church. We wanna go back to the way Jesus was doing it. Something has happened over the centuries where tradition uh, has just piled up and up and up and up, and it's obscured the central truth of the good news of Jesus Christ, the gospel, the freedom of the gospel. Yeah. That was really at the heart of it. 
and it just exploded all over Europe. All the countries in Europe got embroiled in the controversy, and it never went back. From that moment on, uh, the church was split between the, the Roman Catholic Church based in Rome uh, and all these other churches. And, and it really was split there because they didn't give him a chance to discuss, right? He wasn't that's looking right. to repeal and replace Pope care. That, that, right? <laughs> that's, exa- that's exactly correct. He, he was, was not wanting to do that. He was but trying it to reform funny. it. They, Let's make they it basically, they ba- And it's funny because he was trying to, he wasn't even trying to reform it in the way that we think he was, he was like doing so in a muscular way. He was really very gently saying we need to talk about these things, but he wasn't really pushing. But they pushed back really hard and eventually said, excuse me, shut up. And if you don't shut up, we're gonna burn you at the stake. That's the nutshell version. And so he was really driven out of the church and all the people that gathered around him and his ideas formed a new church. And he never wanted it to be called a Lutheran church. No, in fact, he said, God forbid, in effect, yeah. that, that the, the church, because I didn't die for the sins of the world, Jesus did. And don't you name what is my Lord's after me, this, what do you say, this bag of maggots yeah. that I am. He yeah. did not like the frame, the, the phrase no. Lutheranism. No. But you know what? He, let me say this. The, the Reformation was necessary. But reforming is always necessary, right? When when you see a brother in sin or any trespass, you go to them yeah. uh, and you help them. That's what Luther was looking to do. In fact, in many ways, if you want to look at even the church hierarchy, um, when you see an elder, which was what the bishops and and, and, yeah. and the bishop of Rome was, it says, when you see an elder in sin, let him not be accused except on the basis of the testimony of one or two witnesses. And what Luther was trying to do is just say, let's have a conversation. And if he's an heir, I'm sure he's going to want to know it. Now, little did he know, That's right. the church had become so corrupt, they didn't want to be confronted. And so the Reformation was necessary. And so um, what would you say today, Eric, as you, as you look at some of the stuff that is going on in the church in America today, that we need still a reformation, right? Not just from Roman See, that's, Catholicism. That's, I was going to say, that's the funny thing. A lot of people think like, okay, so we had the reformation and now we're good. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong. As long as human beings are in charge, you're going to have corruption. You're going to have deception, confusion. You're going to have sin. And the church today has an equal number of problems. Every human being has an equal predisposition to sin. And so in a way, the church constantly needs to be reformed. And I think that that's the lesson that you get from this is that even well-meaning people are going to, you know, greed, uh, confusion, all these things are gonna are gonna lead things away. And you have to be vigilant in constantly seeking God and reading his word constantly. Yeah. You never kind of say, okay, we're done, because that's really the attitude they had. They had, we're done, this is the church, we don't want any criticism, and it, it led to you know real horrors. And I would say that you know the Reformation, in a way, has a downside. It would have been nice if they could have reformed from within, but instead it split and now we've got all kinds of crazy churches in a way you no, know we just didn't, no, we didn't just, just get we didn't just get one great church we got a, a number of wonderful churches and a number of crazy churches and a number of dead churches and so this is something that we have to focus on at all times and every single one of us is responsible for what we do with the truth of the scriptures something that they didn't have during that day and age was access to the word of god that we do and you better make sure that you choose your leaders wisely. Right. right? When the blind leads the blind, you That's both right. fall into a pit, that Jesus says. All right, so we're doing a deal on the Reformation. We'd be largely remiss if we didn't talk about what the five great cries of the Reformation were. 
uh, and they were the five solas. So here we go. You ready? Sola Scriptura, which means God's word alone. Luther, as you know, Eric said, hey, rebuke me if you will, but do it from God's word, not from church tradition. Right. Uh, sola Fide, faith alone. We're not saved by uh, the involvement of the, sacrif- uh, the sacraments or by confession or by association with the church, but by faith in Christ alone, which is the third one. Sola Christus, Christ alone. Uh, and then Sola Gratia, by grace alone. It's a gift from God, and we exist solely for the glory of the God. The church exists for the glory of the God, of glory of God. We don't worry ourselves so much with the church, except that the church is God's means of grace for all of us. So those are the five solas. The Reformation is a big deal because it's talking about salvation, how to be reconciled to God. This is a great read. This is a better one. And I know you'd agree with that, wouldn't you? And so would Luther. And so would Luther. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us. And we'll be with you next time on another episode of Real Truth Real Quick.